1: Boris Johnson has asked Western leaders to steel themselves for a long war in Ukraine, where the Russian invasion is into its fourth month. Writing in the Sunday Times today, the Prime Minister said the UK and its allies needed to be prepared to assist Ukraine for years if necessary. Maxim Tucker is the Times' assistant foreign editor. Speaking from Kharkiv, he says one of the Prime Minister's objectives is to ensure the swift delivery of weapons, equipment, ammunition and training to Ukraine. They've got the equipment, they can send it tomorrow. Um, some of those equipment It does require weeks of training, but that's one reason why it should be, you know, being implemented now rather than later. I think the kind of piecemeal approach to sending little bits of kit, which with some training to Ukrainians is not going to change the tide of the war. You know, Western leaders need to be thinking not about how to stop Ukraine being defeated, but how to equip it to win the war. But speaking to Times Radio, the former Ukrainian defence minister, Andrey Zagorodnyuk, says talk of potential war fatigue is misguided. The fatigue is is an interesting um, phenomenon. It's essentially like being tired of the consequences of the war and trying to settle it at all costs. The problem is that uh, this is not how it works. And with Vladimir Putin, unfortunately, this is uh, not the way uh, things could be settled because he is determined to go till the end. And uh, so it's a bit unrealistic to say that you can finish it whenever you, whenever somebody wants. The transport secretary says rail unions are punishing millions of people by going ahead with a series of strikes this week. Grant Shapps is accusing the RMT of refusing to calmly discuss what he says amounts to necessary reforms to the rail network. But the Labour leader Sakir Starmer thinks the government is stoking division, instead of helping resolve the disputes over pay and jobs. Simon Calder is the travel correspondent at The Independent. He agrees with Sakir that the timing of this week's strikes is politically significant.
0: This is happening during the by-elections and an awful lot of people on the Tory right particularly see this as a really good divisive issue just to say to people, you vote Labour um, and uh, we'll be back to the uh, uh, endless strikes that we saw in the the 1970s. So uh, very, very nasty and political.
1: The Archbishop of Canterbury has repeated his opposition to sending asylum seekers to Rwanda, calling it a heartless policy. Justin Welby says the policy treats people without any kind of dignity, compassion or justice, after the Prince of Wales was said to be appalled by the plans. The issue is certain to be on the agenda at this week's meeting of Commonwealth leaders, which is being held in the Rwandan capital, Kigali. The Times Africa correspondent Jane Flanagan says it's a potentially awkward situation for Rwanda's president, Paul Kagame.
2: taken a lot of time over planning and I think there there is a sense of huge embarrassment, uh, humiliation and also a bit of anger towards Prince Charles for casting a shadow on this summit this week that um, you know has been so meticulously planned and delayed by two years because of
1: Covid. There's more on all of these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. Small details are big surfaces.
0: Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat,